Oh Lord. Tide ho. Oh Lord. Ho tide. Lord. Tide. Oh my. Wait a minute. Oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys. Salutations. Okay, bro. We are doing the podcast today again. <laughs> we're getting ready to end the seed the year up actually which is yes like we're thing. so close yeah. um our plan is that we're gonna do what we're doing two more or one or two more and that's it you guys yeah we're having like a, a two-parter for the uh our season finale yes possibly we'll see our year finale honey mm-hmm and we'll be back um, next like, year. Yeah, next year. Somewhere whenever we uh, decide to get around to it. But we're not going to be too far off. Mm-hmm. Um, that's another thing, too. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm tired, ho. And I'm all Lord. No, we were both talking about that. And this is the <laughs> TL show. But yes, we're planning on definitely giving you guys uh, taking a break. A one, um, again, as we've said before, we talk every day. Mm-hmm. We talk just about every day. So us doing the podcast is more so, you know, a part of that conversation thing. But we also just talk anyway. So um, this is, you know, fun. We're having fun. We're enjoying ourselves. We're doing this to enjoy ourselves. And that's the point of the podcast. But also sometimes we want to take a break from having to force ourselves to talk about things or just talking about things and just hanging out. We just want to hang out sometimes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So we take our breaks and, you know, we take our seasons, you know, we're about to get season two done, wrapped up. Look at us, two seasons in. Can you believe it? Yeah, we've been really, no, we've been very consistent this year. Mm-hmm. We really have. We really have. I'm thinking we missed anything. Um, we've missed a couple of days, but that was more so like scheduling conflicts. Halloween was one of the ta- days and then, you know, I have school. Yep, work. We've been kind of like, you know, so we have missed days, but it's not like, it's not intentional. And, you know, we have made sure to pick back up on when we could, if we were able to do it early. So, yes. But, you guys, um, today we're going to talk about two different topics today. Mm-hmm. Are y'all ready? We're going to try to be as brief as possible or we're going to figure it out. But listen, we'll work it out. Okay? Yes, we will. Yes. All right. So today, you guys, we are going to talk about a game we just finished. Mm -hmm. And we are going to talk about Black Panther. Mm -hmm. Yes. You know, you know, so we're gonna let exactly. you know, you're about to get started. Yes, spoilers, you guys. We have spoilers, them, so please. yes. And I'm gonna try to keep the name stuff brief, but just letting y'all know, I'm gonna name names and tell casting things, all that. I've been kind of really getting into doing that for some reason whenever we do these conversations about uh, these reviews about movies and TV shows and stuff. I, I have to give y'all a casting list. So. Yes. Yes. So, you guys, we're going to start it off with Black Panther and then we're going to end it with uh, our second topic, 
which is um, us reviewing It Takes Two. We finally finished it, you guys. Finally. Thank God. Yes. It was a good game, but we'll we'll really get into it when we get there, okay? But for now, we're going to do Black Panther. Now, Black Panther Wakanda Forever is the second movie. It is about... Um, as the Wakandas strive to embrace their next chapter, the heroes must band together with Nakia and Everett Rose and Ross, Everett Ross to forge a new path for their beloved kingdom due to the death of T'Challa, King T'Challa, Black Panther, and in real life, Chadwick Boseman, which rest in peace, you guys, rest in peace. And so they deal with a new threat that isn't necessarily a threat, but it is in a way. So... Black Panther came out, Black Panther Wakanda Forever came out November 11th this year, 2022. It has the same director as the first movie, Ryan Coogler, and the same writer from the first movie. Um, I'm going to go ahead and talk about Ruth Carter, who is the costume designer, because she deserves me making sure I mention her, because the costumes in this, just like in the first movie, are amazing. Very well done in the costuming, especially like when you look at how Wakanda's costuming is different, but cultural, similar to how um, Namor and his people's costuming is similar and very, it's like cultural, but it's also like beautiful, like really well done, really distinct from each other. Okay. So Ruth Carter is the costume designer. Now, you guys, I'm going to talk about the cast. Get ready. It's a large cast. Um, so we uh, see flashbacks of Black Panther. So they mentioned Chadwick Boseman a lot in the movie. Even though he's not here, he's still missed and present. Um, there is Tinoch Kierta, who plays Namor. The main antagonist, <laughs> Letitia Wright. Oh, girl, calm down. Calm down. A brick. Anyways, Letitia Wright, who plays Shuri. Um, Michael B. Jordan has a small spot. Again, you guys, I, this is a spoiler. Michael B. Jordan is in it, but he's not like a big part, but he's in it. Huh? You know, I was going to what you were Oh, we. Uh, Dominique Thorne plays Ironheart. Angela Bassett reprises her role as Ramonda, Queen Ramonda. Um, Maybelle Kadena, I'm so sorry if I butchered your name, plays Namora. Uh, Daniel Kaluuya, actually Daniel Kaluuya wasn't in it. He was referenced, but he wasn't in it. So I'm going to omit that one. So sorry, guys. Um, Denai Guerrera plays Okoye. Michaela Coyle of... Chewing Gum Fame plays Anika. Oh, I love her. I love I love her. I want to watch her other movie, her other series. But I heard it's very sad. And it deals with like uh SA. You know what I mean? SA. Mm-hmm. You get where I'm going. Yeah, uh my boyfriend he was watching it. He had um he's been looking at it. You know, I think he already finished it though. I can see that. I heard good things about it, but I I heard it's also very heavy, so it's like you have to be ready for that. And I'll 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 make time for it. I love Michaela Cole. Um 
creepy. Uh, Lupita Nyong'o, who plays Nakia. Winston Duke, who plays M'Baku. Mm-hmm. Alex Livinelli, who plays Atuma, which is the main um, warrior, the warrior from the from the Moors people. I forgot what they're called. What are they called? They're called. Um, are we talking about like, the, the history of it, or are we talking? About yeah, like, like what are they? Um, the Moors people. What are they considered? Indigenous people. Oh, yeah, true. Um, Atlantean. Let's say Atlantean. Atlantean. They're 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 Atlantean people, essentially. There we go. Mm-hmm. Okay, but y'all know what I mean. Uh, Florence Kasumba, who plays Io, and girl Martin Freeman is in this again. Girl, I guess sure. Um, he plays Ever K. Ross. Girl, I guess sure. Um, we also get a guest star of Julia Louis Dreyfus, who plays Valentina, who is like kind of um essentially she's trying to comprise a group of people together to make something happen. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, okay, I gave y'all a brief synopsis. I gave y'all the cast, director, screenwriter, and the costume designer. Um it, the movie was two hours and 41 minutes, by the way. <laughs> yes. And it was good. Mm-hmm. So, let's talk about it. All right, you ready? So if you think that's long, Avatar is supposed to be five hours. A girl and I am not going to see that. You know they're going to make two billion just to break even. The way I am not going to see Avatar... Somebody was uh, just saying it online. It was like, well, if you really put it together, who the hell gonna go see Avatar when the sequel was 15 years ago? I mean, the, the first movie was 15. Like, you gotta go back and watch the first movie so we can catch on. Which we and who really wants to? Huh? Who's like really going out of their way to want to? Can we be real? Because the story was never that strong. It was just the, the graphics. That's why a lot of people enjoyed it. Wasn't that? You know, because it was giving Pocahontas. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Ooh. It wanted to be Pocahontas, yeah, essentially. That's what, that, that's what it was. I know the military was really upset about that. Somehow. You know, they're making us look bad. Um, y'all can do that on your own. Y'all ancestors. There you go. There we go. So on to the, uh, the great news. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, we were talking about Black Panther. I seen it twice. I seen it in 4DX. And um, I seen the personal with Old Lord and his family. So mm-hmm. it was a great experience. And I did not mind going to see it. <laughs> it was that uh, good. And it was definitely uh, worth it. But um, I just thought, I guess, because, you know, it starts in the beginning with um, Shuri, you know, trying to find a cure for her brother, which, of course, great. Where I kind of knew the end goal of how I was going to end on that. How do you feel like they handled his death? You know, how do you feel about that? I feel feel like they did a really good job on tributing him, but not making it feel like they were profiting off of trying to tribute him. They just wanted to. Exploiting him. Yes, it didn't feel exploitive. There you go. Mm -hmm. That's perfect. That's the perfect word. Yeah. 
Um, I, I've listened to a lot of reviews, um, even before you know us doing this review, and you know I think one person, um, um, which some people, not not even only him, I'm quite sure they have a lot of people that have the thoughts and opinions about it, and saying that you know it just felt like why did we have to make his death something similar to how he passed away or whatever the case may be, and um, I was like, um, again, it was approved by his wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever the case with his family they approved of how they decided to go with this so I'm like if they're okay with it you need to get over it All right. <laughs> that's uh, kind of my um, opinion you can't tell people how to deal with grief and um, stuff like that and I just feel like if his family is okay with it I think it should be fine I think it's a perfect balance of it all that he had uh, a disease that was uncurable and you know mm-hmm. And so that, and I felt like that was um, a great way to handle it. And I love that they just started off with it. And I love how they just jumped in it. By the way, you know, I love when movies do that. You know, I really do. But I just uh, so I think for those movies, you really want to be on time because it's kind of like they did like you know. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, uh, Endgame when Endgame uh-huh. just came on. You're like, girl, say what now? They even had to to, uh, think about it. So I do love uh, when movies do that. Is just make sure you're on time for the theater because you don't want to miss anything. So, but I thought it was um, everything. I did cry in the movie, but I, I mean, yeah, not more so too much about Chadwick because I think I kind of got through that passing of it. But I guess to see um, his follow, his fellow, yes, uh, you know. Um, co-stars, you know, pulling it together and still going on the story and stuff like that. So I think that was more so what really teared me up. And it was a lot of emotional stuff, but we're going to get into that going forward. But I did enjoy it. And then I would never expect that they would have his um, his uh, coffin or whatever case may be lifting up. It was just everything. And I think um, I did love the part about them wearing white and them celebrating life and knowing that, you know, this isn't the end. He's going on to his second journey. And I think um, it really hits home for me because, you know, we have a thing called the second line in New Orleans where we celebrate you. We celebrate you. You know what? Well. So I think you know what? I enjoy. You know what I love about that is that as black people, that's kind of what we all do in a way. We do mm-hmm. it differently in different areas, but we all do this kind of like, we're going to celebrate this person after or even during, you know, like it's like we're trying to celebrate even in our pain. And yeah. I noticed that in like this or I got a person, my personal experiences with going to funerals and then it's like we have a repast. And at the repast, it's all about celebrating, uplifting, having a party. It's like a, it's essentially a party, but it's like, yes. So it's like, I noticed that. And I think that it's a, it's a great thing. It's a, it's a real good thing. Um, And I think it's something for us to move forward. And I feel like this movie had to be as long as it was because we was introducing uh, Namor, which, you know, enjoyed him on the screen. But I think we needed those moments and uh, bits of that he wasn't forgotten in the movie. 
And I think that was um, a great thing. I think um, it was, like I said, a great deal of dealing with grief and, you know, handling it head on. So, did the perfect job with that. So, what, what do you got to uh, say about that of the beginning of the movie? The beginning. Oh, uh, did I cover everything you probably want to say? <laughs> um. <laughs> Oh, talking about the beginning? I think, yeah, you covered it. I think it was great that they referenced him, that they made sure to include his passing in the story, but it doesn't feel like it was exploited or that they were using him for profit. Um, I also feel like one of the greater things about the story is that it's about female friendships and women coming together mm-hmm. and working on, like, actually loving on each other. I think that was really great, too. Because it's yeah. like, you know, you have Shuri suffering through a lot that she was suffering through, and then you have her mom, Ramon, Queen Ramonda, kind of going through what she's going through, but it's like, y'all gotta be together, you know? Absolutely. And At the end of the day, it's like, y'all are all experiencing this loss, and instead of, like, let's separate and experience it separately, it's like, you gotta come together, you know? And yeah, and deal with it. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, I think that was a good. I know they had a lot of uh, conversations about um, how this movie was full of women, powerful women, by the way. It was, <laughs> and um, that they made the men not as powerful, or whatever the case may be. And I'm like, no. I, first of all, Nick Moore was very powerful. His presence was not on shit. I feel like Wakanda lost. <laughs> I, I think so too. I also want to say that somebody made a reference, but it was like. Now, Shuri, why would you battle them on their home turf? Yeah, I wouldn't probably have done that. Right. (laughs) But I think uh, someone brought up something. It was like, you know what? It's just so sad. But it was like, well, they were strong. They were supportive. Just like how women, a lot of women are supportive in, you know, basically male-dominant movies. That they're always the supporting cast. And since when supporting is not strength. You right. Know, gave her counsel. He was talking to her. And, you know, like I said, he was still at the same time partially leading as well. So it was there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it was there. So it's just, they like to look over that. They don't like to look, you know. And I'm like, Nemo literally was the man of the deal breaking up shit. Mm-hmm. So, um, I just want to put that out there, you know, but so they do have a, a, a strong female cast. They did. Females up in there and they're doing their thing. And I think it's just, um, I think it was a beautiful thing to see a, a bunch of, and the funny thing is, and I really want to bring this back this little mm-hmm. I didn't really want to see the woman's king first. King, a uh, woman's king, yeah. I didn't want to see that first. I wanted to wait till Wakanda come out and then I was going to look at that. Because, okay. you know, in some sense, with the Woman Kings, it's kind of feel like it's being shoved down our throat because it was reminding me of Wakanda, and I was like, Ugh. yeah, because um, the Woman King is based off of the real life Dormilaje. The people that the Dormilaje in the movies are inspired by, it's based off mm-hmm. of the real women like that, the real women warriors. It's based on the real life thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to have a moment to get into because I know a lot of people was back and forth about it, which it did do mm-hmm. good in the box office. It was number one. 
in, in the country. So I think that was a, a great thing as well. Um, but yeah, I think that, that was something. And another thing that was very controversial, especially with uh, China, because I don't think they're showing Wakanda in China, actually. And, you know, I forgot you told me about this a uh, long time ago about Black uh, Chadwick. Um, when he did the first movie, they didn't want to uh-huh. see his face. Yeah, I think I've told you about that where they um yeah. 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 So disappointing. Mm-hmm. So disappointing. So disappointing. Mm. But I just had to put that out there because you know, it's been, you know, we've been um it's been a lot of stuff that's been uh resurfacing and people talking about it and just saying how they didn't like certain things. And I think that was definitely a sore spot. Um but nonetheless, yes, they it, really good. So I, and let's go into the second scene, which mm-hmm. was, where we was introduced to Namor. So I want you to take this one, because I did the first one. A wig. Um, okay. So, how we're introduced to Namor is he essentially walks on the, island, the shores of Wakanda because he's noticing that um, <clears throat> uh-uh, girl, mm. You missing the part. Well, you, you tell it. You go ahead and tell it. No, the you action tell it. part, girl. You tell it. You don't want to talk about the action part? Which action part are you talking about, girl? I'm talking about when we... Oh, where he uh, starts murdering the people on the boat. There's a there's people on the boat yeah, that Namor starts... You forget about that. <laughs> oh, girl. Hmm. You go ahead. Tell it. What? Okay, well, I'll tell the fight part. You'll do the, um, when he, uh, introduced yeah. himself to the queen. Okay, the boat scene was everything. I think this mm-hmm. was our first time featuring, um, sirens. I think that's what they were. Sirens, where they, uh, call you to the water. So you, they can drown. They did a good job on that, by the way. Yes. And, um, you know, listen, uh, someone brought it up. It was like, when you're watching the movie, you're hearing the humming, but you just think that's a part of the soundtrack. Yes, you do. Hearing them call, and I think Ryan Coogler, I'm telling you, just... I did a really good job on that, on, like, making sure that it doesn't feel like... It feels like, okay, it feels a part of the movie, but it also feels like you're not... Like, you're a part of the movie, but you're also, like, watching the movie, but it's like, oh, that's great. That's such a great minor detail to really add in sound effects. Mm-hmm. You know? Yes. And I'm going to bring up one more thing that he did that I really Well, he did a lot mm-hmm. of things in his movies, but it's just those small little things we like to bring mm-hmm. up. And I think that was um, a fun idea. Um, I do want us to have a movie like Strictly for Mermaids. <laughs> like uh-huh. I am down for that, and I think we are going to get it eventually, especially how they're doing well a previous movie with people in water. Um, of course, they did Aquaman, and I had watched Aquaman again. It's not that good. I <laughs> I don't know why it made it feel like it was good for at that time. I think you know, us seeing how they done it, you know, underwater. But I'm like, this is really. You want to know why it's not that great, and you want to know what really hurts it? Watching this. And really going, actually, this is what Aquaman should have been. How yeah. Namor came in, that's how Aquaman should have been. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. And it, and it feels like Namor's story had more depth to it. And I yeah, it did. Um, definitely at some point, you know, realistic in some parts of history, you know, mm-hmm. about who, uh, where they came from. So um, I thought it was spectacular because we are new. Some shit was going to go down once we got, when it was in that ocean, I said, oh, Lord, here it go, here it go. And they had came in and they had showed out. I love all the good blueness on them. I love their little mask. The details of how everybody outfits in this movie was everything. It was like everything. And um, and then we got a little glimpse of Namor or whatever case, especially when they were trying to escape by helicopter. And Namor came up there and set it off. Well, we didn't really see him, but we saw a silhouette of him in the darkness. And I don't know, it's just something. We're going to get more into it. So now we can go to the part. Um, oh, no, we can give, um, get to the, the press conference. The, uh, not the oh yeah! Um, how do you think my girl Angela did? I think she did an amazing job on like really talking about it and like being uh, regal, being like I caught that, but also having a way of making sure that she comes off as regal, as elegant, as beautiful, you know, as stoic. Yeah, so, I appreciated yeah. that too. More so boss-like. Yeah. Boss-like. Okay, not bossy. Boss. Mm -hmm. Boss is a different thing. So, yes, it was a a mixture of femininity, masculinity. It was was just all of that. Mm -hmm. It was. And the outfits. I mean, she looked... I told you, like I said... um, Ruth Carter did such an amazing job. She's the same lady that they used for the first movie. Mm-hmm. So it's like, when you think about that, you're like, yeah, this makes sense. That it was going to be great. Because a lot of the sense. costuming in the first movie was really well done. And this movie, it's it's the same. Amazing. Like, you really have to, like, really, when you're looking at the movie, please look at their outfits. It is like perfection. It's just like everything stenched. Stitch right perfection, it makes mm-hmm. perfect sense. Perfect sense. Oh, she did it. I feel like she deserved an Oscar. I just feel like again. she deserved an Oscar for this movie again. It is something how she carries she deserves herself. a second one. She deserves a second one. Yeah, well, yeah, she already been deserved the first one. Uh, she with, got uh, the first one, I thought. No, she didn't get one. I thought she won one. She never won one. She never won one. And in this movie, she... She really... did. She won in 2019 for Black she... Panther. Mm-hmm. She did? Yes, girl. For the first oh. movie, she won. I know you lying. I'm not, girl. Because she was, like, uh, the first black woman to win for costume design. The very first black woman to win for costume design. Yeah. Girl, I'm talking about Angela Bassett. Girl, you said the costumes look good, and I said, yeah, the costumes do, because Ruth Carter. And then we was talking about Ruth Carter. I thought, still. 
Girl. No, but she deserves Oscars. <laughs> Again, another that. one. That's what I'm saying. She won one for it in A press conference. She's doing what Karen was supposed to do. <laughs> no, it's not a press conference in some sense. It's a, it's, I mean, it is, but it isn't. It's, it's, it's a, mm-hmm. you know, a meeting that when the countries come, all the countries come together to have a conference. Oh, yeah, conference. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. Um, okay. I forgot what it's called, but y'all know what I'm saying. They were at that, and then that's when she was, you know, bossing up on them. Uh, whatever mm-hmm. the case may be, and letting them know that they're not weak. That they got it together, and I love how they played back and forth with. Because I thought this was after the press conference, mm-hmm. uh, after me that they was coming up there trying to steal that damn vibranium. Oh yeah, and, and how they how eventually got down to it when they uh when Okoye is it Okoye? Mm-hmm. Okoye uh brought them in or whatever case may be, and I just love how she had spoken. Oh, exactly. yeah. Here you go, here you go, girl. Try it again. It's on. Mm-hmm. Just putting that out there, so. Hello. Exactly. <laughs> you have to do it, you know. So we go there, and then now we're introduced to Namor. Okay, so now you got Sorry. Mm-hmm. We. I guess, girl. Um. So... After that, we're introduced to Namor because he walks on the shores of Wakanda after discovering that there is a machine that can find vibranium. And so he tells the Wakandans, and he's like, yeah, you know, we got to protect ourselves. And I do do love that he was more so like we as the community. We're a community in a way. Not, you know, we're not, but we are. We are. Yes. And so I do appreciate that he was like, yeah, we're a community, girl. Come on, get together. Mm-hmm. Get this together. And more so that it, he, he, he's uh, no, no uh, being in the middle wasn't uh, <laughs> a mm-hmm. choice. <laughs> yes, there was no choice. It was, we're doing this together. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I appreciate that. Um, you go ahead and, uh, you might have to take the rest of it. it was, uh, you might have to take the rest idea. of it, by the way. I want to take the rest of it? Yes, girl. Uh, well, 
again, the queen decided that, um, you know, tell us what to do. You know, mm-hmm. we ain't got And this is the first time Wakanda, um, the Wakandans figuring out that they they have someone else that has vibranium. Yes. So, you know, they don't know how to handle that. I love how they had the council meeting and talking about different perspectives that everybody would have. Like, girl, like, well, won't we just help them? Cheat. You know what I'm saying? I mean, hell, kill a girl. Hell, we haven't found nobody that had vibranium. I mean, I'm just saying, shit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, another person, well, if we do it once, who say he ain't gonna come back? Girl, no. All right. So their idea was let's get the girl and then we'll figure out how we want to handle this going forward. Uh huh. Of course, they send them out there. I know they had a couple of uh, people that were speaking out about some of the words and language that was used calling colonizers. Get over it. Yeah. (laughs) Let me tell you something. This season, because I think this season shall pass if y'all get together and act right. Yeah. This is y'all season. Of what we had to deal with and our ancestors had to deal with back in the day. Y'all get through it. Next. Just want to put that out. Um, I love Okoye and Shuri together. You know, like I said, I Shuri didn't think they did it. They worked, they worked well, well off of each other. They really did. They really did. And then we were finally introduced to Iron Heart. I don't know her name. Give me her name, girl. Okay, Ironheart, and uh, her name is Riri Williams, based off of, you know, mm-hmm. Rihanna. And Ironheart is... Well, her a, she is. Huh? She is based off uh, Rihanna? Her name is based off Rihanna. They call her Riri, which is, you know, Rihanna, they call her Riri. So her name is based off Rihanna, but the character is more so just, you know, another super smart teenager. She is a young lady that does not have the resources like Iron Man, but she's smart enough to make her own iron suit, which caught the attention of Iron Man and all other people, and she becomes the new Iron Man. And so she's like Iron Man for a little while, then she basically gets her own... No, Iron Man. And then she she basically gets her own name because she's like, I don't want to be Iron Man, I want to be my own person. So that is why her name is Iron Heart. That's where that came from. Okay, I like that. So yeah, okay. she's a you know, well, so she's a, of the comic books, by the way. Yes, so, by the way, yes. Because yeah, she has her own movie com- I mean, her own show coming out on. Uh huh. Which I'm really excited. Which I'm really That actress was uh went for Shuri's role. Oh movie. yeah, really? That makes sense. Uh-huh. Amazing. Amazing, amazing. She did a really good job too. Yeah, she was uh, definitely the common release. Mm, yeah. She was. And her and, uh, and Zimbaku. Zimbaku, girl. Zimbaku. Zimbaku, Zimbaku. Zimbaku, why do you always, you put a Z in front of that man's name, and it's like, girl, this don't got nothing to do with. Zimbaku, Zimbaku. Um, definitely a comic release. They were um, amazing. It was. Definitely uh, them coming up there trying to get her. And I just love that she get, She really did give like a a, a Chicago reaction, a pop mm. reaction to it. It just felt like, it felt more American. And I think it was good to see a, a black American in Wakanda. Um, I think that was a really, really good thing. And it I was. Sure well, I think our second one, because the first one was... Um, 
Killmonger, the first one. Oh yeah, oh my sides. Um, girl, anyways. So uh, <laughs> she did it very well, or whatever the case may be, and I just, I, I just enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. That little riff they was having back and forth, and then of course when we get to um, when they had to get her out there, like, look, girl, you had me in the machine. She was like, damn, did I piss the Wakanda's off? No, we just need you to come with us, girl. Mm-hmm. Or whatever the case may be. And then, of course, they go to her lab and you see all her stuff and everything. And what she's been working on, what she's been working on an Iron Man suit that the Lord had just recently brought up. And I just, how do you enjoy that action scene right there until we get to the fight? And we're going to talk about mm-hmm. that, how that impacted a lot for the movie. Yes. Um, um, I thought the action sequences were really well done. Yeah. I think they did a great job on making sure that they were crisp, clean, beautiful, and also like action sequences. They weren't, yeah. they didn't feel like, oh, we're going to just do something. It felt like these are realistic action sequences. That's the yeah. point. But I want to add one thing. I did love that they didn't make it, because um, you know when they're doing a, um, an action scene like that, a chase, a speed chase, they use the focus between back and forth between the witch problem character, mm-hmm. the, the main character that's being uh, um, ran, uh, sought after, and then they focus on at least like a, a Asian or somebody in the back. I love that they kept them in some sense faceless, that we're engaging more with the characters getting in the way. Like we yes. know they're coming for them, and we don't need to do that back and forth. And I think that was spectacular, and I think it made a great intro for the, the t- Talacon people uh, to come out of nowhere, or whatever the case may be. And it just, it, like I said, I love how they did that. And it just made it focus between, again, this is a war basically full on between Wakanda and the Telecon people. So I love how they came out the water. I think I wanted to add one part and I was like, I think when it was happening, I was like, is everything okay? Because I'm like, why am I not hearing no music? How intense the mm-hmm. fight was between uh her name earlier today. Okoye. And um I know and this guy is I guess he's in the comic books. I think I know he's a, a character that's uh, dealing with that uh, Oh Atuma? Huh? Atuma? Atume or Atuma? I think it's either Atuma or Atume. The one who fought Okoye? You talking about the woman? The guy that fought Okoye, the really tall character, right? Yeah, what's his name? That's a tumor. A tumor. So them that have that fight or whatever case may. And what's the girl name? Because I like to her too. She's she was my Namora. Namora, amazing. She mm-hmm. was amazing. It's just the way they did an know, amazing job on designing them too. They did a really really good job on designing the characters, and Absolutely. it felt like. I know who I know what I'm I, I, like. When you look at the Atlanteans, you see Atlantean-inspired garbs, pieces. Like you see the shark fin or the shark head, or you know, like stuff that 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 reads as Atlantean. Where it's like, okay, when you look at Wakanda, does it, it is a lot of African pieces, but it's like Afrofuturistic pieces, and it's mm-hmm. like you can tell that 
the create the uh, costume designer wanted to make sure that yes, do our do our garments and pieces have some kind of similarities to indigenous culture? Yes, but there's differences. So it's like when you look at the look at both groups, you can still see differences. You can see similarities, yes, but you can look and see that's Atlantean. That's what they get. Basically, creating their own mm-hmm. their own world because I feel like what they're going to do in the future is make sure that we see more of Namor. We're going to see more of them. We just and have to agree with that. And we need to because um, great introduction for mm-hmm. his people. So I love the fight between them two. It felt tense because, like I said, when I was watching, I was like, "There is no music playing," and I'm like, "Cause you know, I'm like, no, I'm hearing swords. I'm hearing grunt." grunting and stuff like that like these people are really going out i'm at it and i think it was a breakdown for her personally um when you know she thought she had it going on like yeah i got this fight until the mother got up (laughs) Mm -hmm. and she's like okay especially like it was so intense that fight especially kicked her down Mm -hmm. and the um the spirit to her it was just like okay (laughs) <laughs> like okay I don't think I'm gonna win this I felt like the, um, the passion between uh, these two actors especially the person that plays Okoye was phenomenal was phenomenal you felt it you felt the energy you felt I don't know just the pride and the passion of the art of fighting and you know what they possessed which is the vibranium and it was all useless okay so, of course, they took the princess. The princess decided to, because like I said, it came for Ironheart or whatever case may be. So, uh, they both decided that mm-hmm. we'll take her to Namor. And of course, Okoye had to go back and talk to the queen. Mm-hmm. And let's just say this was the acting performance of a lifetime. And I feel like Angela Bass was like, damn. She was acting. She was acting. She was really getting into it. She was acting. Yes. Okay. It just, it was the kind of acting where you just got to sit and just like, you just really, she really got into the fucking mm-hmm. She really did get into that role. She did yeah. An she amazing job. Oh, amazing. It's like, girl, how can you step to that? How can you step to that, honey? It's like, she pulled her Angela Bassett out. That's what had happened, honey. It was like, girl, hold on now. Here she go again, cutting up. I think it was a very intense moment with that. So, like I said, this was dealing with so much stuff going on. Like I said, you know, emotions was very high, you know, around this point. And I think it was, and that's what made me cry because I understood both perspectives of the situation. And it's like, you know, it's like, yeah, in the middle, because it's like, you can understand both sides. Right. You don't know how people, you will go by that, or whatever case would be, if your child is missing, and you just lost a child not too long ago, and you're like, girl, look, you know, shit, this ain't not, which problem? It, and it, I guess it was one of those situations where she wasn't being disrespectful to her, but just expressing how she felt. And I think I appreciated that. Yes, yeah, she was upset, but the way she expressed it, or whatever case me, the way mm-hmm. she dealt with it. And I think that was 
amazing. And I think of them both talking about their sacrifices that they did for the country. Right. And I think um, having that moment when she brought up about when she was like, you had took Killmonger's side when he lost, I mean, when he won and beat my son and we had to run. And it's kind of the point where, do you want me to be a loyal servant of the crown? Or do you want me to go what's right? Right. And something that's, you know, not following the rules. And I think that's can uh, teeter align with a lot of people or whatever the case may be, especially when it comes to real life situations. Um, you got to catch yourself in things of, you know, just, you just may feel doing what was, it's right. It's like when the police pull you over, but them bitches will be doing you wrong. <laughs> Wait, true though. They do. They be doing you wrong. But <laughs> nonetheless, yeah. Well, I have to say it. Yes. <laughs> but so I think uh, that was a, a, a just a, it was just like so much stuff you can understand and you know mm-hmm. I handled it. it was a very very um it was a great, great movie. movie yeah it was a great movie great movie yeah okay so I guess we got to go to the point of Namor talking about his country are we um going to discuss the entire movie. I asked because of the time. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, it was a lot in this movie. It was a lot in this movie. And I want to point this out, you guys. Before we even started this, I kept telling this girl, we're going to be an hour plus or something or so with this review if we're talking about Black Panther. And guess what? We are just about to be an hour plus with this review. You ain't got to talk about me like that. <laughs> I'm just saying, I kept saying, girl, we were probably going to take a little longer than we thought, than we think. No, we're going to be quick. We're going to be real quick. Cut to this girl going scene by scene by scene. Let's talk about that. I've skipped a couple of scenes. No. (laughs) No. Girl. Anyways. Okay, well, maybe we just... (laughs) We'll just, okay, we'll say this. Uh, We want to talk about more, but we're going to cut it here just because time. Because we're trying to make sure we still talk about the other thing and give it enough time, essentially. So let's just say we just gave you basically the beginning of the movie. Yes, we gave you a good chunk of it. It was a good movie. It's a really good movie. Um, Okay, girl. Okay, all right. Well, if you guys want us to go more into depth with it later on, maybe next year we'll do like a, another release of it. We'll do, yeah. We'll probably, what we'll do next year is we'll if talk more about it. Put it in the comments y'all want to hear more. Mm-hmm. Then if not, we're not going to do it. So, I think what we'll probably do is just like next year, we're going to really actually rewatch it and talk about it again. Mm-hmm. And actually oh, get through yeah. it because it'd it be one of those. Uh, it can be let me tell you something, they got movies like that, yes. And then sometimes you just, you just need like, to, mm-hmm. which I know this one. No, I'm saying no, this this ain't gonna, this, this, no, this gonna it's good well. already. It's free, okay, yeah, it's gonna age well. They got movies that you would watch, you'd be like, girl, it's good, just like Aquaman. I was like, Aquaman was kind of good, it's kind of good, kind of good. But then I think the point is, I really forgot what the hell happened. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, really? Girl, what happened again? I guess. 
you know. But we're gonna, I rewatched gonna... it recently, so I was like, okay, it was horrible. I know I brought that up, but I'm just saying, Please. we'll just say, oh, how you feel about it now? You know, that's what Yeah, that's what we'll do. We'll figure it out. I think we should. But you guys, we're going to do part two of this, which is, and by part two, I mean, we're just going to finish it up right now, uh, which is we're going to talk about as brief as we can, It Takes Two. Okay. Now. <laughs> but it was a good movie still. It was a good It was movie. a really good Great movie. Scene, or whatever the case may be, it was everything. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, It Takes Two. I'm sorry. <laughs> I kept telling you, girl. I knew, I knew how we were gonna do. I knew us. I know us. Okay. So let's get into it. Takes two. Well, now it takes two. It's a game that came out last year. Actually, it came out twenty twenty one. Um, it is made by Hazelight Studios, and Hazelight is really well known. Is known for doing a lot of co op kind of games. Their first one that I can think of. The first one I can think of is A Way Out, which came out in 2018, which we both played together, and we really loved that one. That was a really good one. That was a fun game. We did a slight uh, playthrough on the podcast. It's on YouTube if y'all want to give it a look. You know, we're trying to get into that, but we're like still thinking about it. So yeah, we're still at the beginning stages. Mm-hmm. We've got a lot of things to work out. So yes, just be patient with us. You yes, know, we're working class people. Oof. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, girl. Um, they're known for. Let me go ahead and skip on over you. Mute. Anyways, we. <laughs> so, Hazelight Studios does a lot of co-op games. Their very first game is Brothers, Brothers: A Tale of Two Sons, which is a co-op game essentially. Started in 2014 by a name a guy named Joseph Therese. And it is from Sweden. It's a Swedish company. Look at that. Sweden. Swedish people always make us stuff. They're fun. They're nice people. They seem cool. So far. We'll wait on we'll wait on the uh the background info, girl. We'll see how that's going. Oh girl, you know black black people and then plus being gay. It is the worst in some sense of trying to see. Yes. And then you realize and you're like, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's really, really not that good. I'm telling you it's not. Okay. It Takes Two is a co-op game where a husband and wife are divorcing. And so the daughter makes a wish into this magic book that is going to try to put them together by the end of the game. That's the point. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about the good, the bad, and the fun, you know? Okay. So, It Takes Two goes through different areas of the house, inside and out. Um, If you could remember, what was your favorite level of It Takes Two? Oh, when it was over. Um. Girl, wig. <laughs> no. Um, my favorite level, I liked it um, all of them. Actually. I did too. I if I had to say one that I really thoroughly loved, it was probably the Christmassy area, which was the snow globe, where it was yeah. like snowing. I love that one. I think one of your favorites that I can remember is um, Rose's room, where you had the magic, and it was kind of like um, what's that game you play a lot that you love? 
with nine magic. Parchments. Yes, the nine part parchments kind of game, kind of level. I think that was your favorite. Yeah, I, can, I can say that. Yeah, I can say that. Well, my character was gay, by the way. That's why it was gay. Anyways, ignored. Uh, it has seven chapters completely, and the seven cha- each chapter is an hour long. So it's like seven hours. The game is seven hours altogether. Yes. We could have probably finished it in like two days tops, but we had other things going. And girl, after a while, you kind of get tired. Not because the game is I'm boring, but it's like my PlayStation out of my room, my bedroom, mm-hmm. in the game room where it's supposed to be at because it is something about me being yes. in the room and I'm yes. just laying down and I'm just playing or whatever case may be. So I get yeah. that. But it has a real like calm. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can make me very tired. It depends on what it is. Um, and I think you know, a game like that, yeah, that would. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay, so we talking about it. <laughs> there I go. So in the good, the good, the fantastic, or the good that I really loved about the game is that it is a co-op game. It is not a game that you could play by yourself and then oh they have co-op options so it's like everything is tailored to cooperation to working together to actually working with each other in sync with each other um helping each other it's about that although this girl used to try to kill me every time and she, every chance she got well, she started it first i did not it okay. was fun. it was harmless fun and then you want to take it seriously hmm. let's talk about that Girl, Let's talk about the husband. <laughs> girl. <laughs> but, girl. <laughs> but, girl. It really, really, I think they, they got their own to something here. Mm-hmm. We're talking about because now uh, you're telling me that they did um, a way out and for them to come back and do this, it's. It's and it feels like an improvement power. on what they did in the way out, right? Yeah, something so completely different, though. It feels, yes. so com- it feels like we're playing um, like we're in, well of course we're in a different universe we're in mm-hmm. <laughs> you know but I think that was the most it was real real fun I love both of the games I think it's uh, definitely top tier I don't even think I want to put one above the agreed I think they're both I think that I when I say it's an improvement I feel like they're really like learning from their past mistakes from what they did before and like oh, okay this is how we need to make this work a little bit better. So when I say improvement, I don't mean like one is better than the other, but I get what you're saying too. Mm-hmm. Um, you say you, you say we got ours up on, on YouTube? The yeah, the very part? first part of us playing um, of us playing A Way Out. Yes, it's on YouTube. Okay, I'm going to go watch that because I haven't... No, I was watching at one point. I, yes. I got distracted. You know how I do it. Yeah, I'm going to check that out. Yeah, you should. Yeah. We had a good time playing that. That was really It was fun. Um, <laughs> we actually, you know, it's so interesting. I think we've been really enjoying these like co-op games that we've been playing because we really had a good time with It Takes Two. We had fun with um, those dark pictures anthology games, even though I know that um, the, first, the second one, which is the church one, where they go... And it's the Salem Witch Trials. I know people say that that one's not great. I enjoyed it, but more so because I was playing it with my friend. Does that make sense? Yeah. 
Yeah, and I like Starry stuff. I love to play it. I still gotta yeah. finish that other game, um, the one that you gave me to Dawn, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yes, you do. Uh, Dark Pictures, it was Little Hope. Little Hope was the one that was like, people say it's not that great. And that's the one where they go to the Salem Witch Trials in that abandoned town. Mm-hmm. I think I the first the one was... Hmm? We did the boat too. Remember the boat? What boat? The one with the boat when we're in the boat. The game? Yeah. It's from the same it's from the same um universe. Oh, you're talking about dark pictures. Dark pictures, uh what was it called? Man of Me Dan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're all really good. I I enjoy them. Um, I'm excited to see what um, House of Ashes gives, and I'm excited for the last one, which was um, The Devil in Me. I'm excited for those. So that's going to be exciting. And essentially, that's, that's also what we're going to talk about, which was uh, our future excitements, what we're excited to play together, which is I'm excited to keep going with the Dark Pictures games. Uh, we have The Quarry as well, which I hope we can play together. Cause I'm excited to play that too, girl. I'm, I'm ready. Cause I have to get, do I have to get that game? So yes, you're gonna have to get it too. <laughs> Wig, but I'm excited for that too. I think I don't know. All of them are exciting and fun. I do love that uh, the Dark Pictures games. You can't play them by yourself. They can't be played by themselves by yourself. But it, it's a lot more fun when you play it with somebody else. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. But I wonder what those um like uh, uh until dawn is it a way it's like four people can play at once until dawn no uh dark pictures yes but it has to be all of y'all in the same room okay yeah I would love yeah I would love to um, see how that works out I know right that'd be interesting it's one of those you have a controller then you pass your controller to the next person mm-hmm. that kind of way. But I can say the game is worth the money because mm-hmm. it's a long game. It is very, very long. It's it's one of those games, if you want to get your kids to shut up, put that in front of them. Yeah, and if you want them to work <laughs> together to actually form a bond, you have to get to play that game. Because it's like mm-hmm. one of those games, you're used to playing uh, group games where you can do stuff by yourself. But this game yeah. sets it to where you have to work together. You cannot, yeah. you cannot sit there and play it by yourself. Yeah, and it really helps for people who um, don't really play the game that much. Like it's kind of like an easy play kind of game, or whatever case may be. Mm-hmm. So I think that's great. And and you know, and I like games like that. Like especially when a person that really plays games alone by themselves. A lot of times when they do get those co-op games, it's like, okay, well, I really need someone to play this. So if you, if someone comes over to your house, or you know, if, you know cousins come over you know you can be like oh okay play this game with me because again i never really played it because i just mm-hmm. wanted to play it with and i think those are um yes to, uh you know really get into it i think that's amazing i love they have little mini games in between that was definitely fun to play even though i won most of them um you were struggling with that. Yeah, with your, your cousins, you didn't, uh, or siblings, you haven't won against me. Yeah, that's true. No, I won against you, honey. Girl, <laughs> okay. So I really enjoy those. Uh, 
Oh yeah, the mini games were really great. They were fun. It was so much fun. And I feel like what's great is that you don't actually have to do them, but you want to. Yeah. Yeah. I think we only skipped one because I think we was trying to rush through it. And then like I said, I was like, girl, this game is so damn long. We've been playing this like because usually every time we played it, usually it'll take us and we'll like play for an hour, then we'll mention like, okay, girl, we're about to pause it right here. Yes. But we've been playing it throughout the whole week because usually we'll do it once a week. And then I think we got to a point where I'm like, girl, how long is this? Because <laughs> Goddamn. I think, especially like once we made it to the Queen, or whatever the case may be, and I'm like, girl, we're still playing this game, and we made it to the Queen, and I'm like, mind you, they messed the damn Queen up. They had ripped her apart. Her ass. I said, oh my god. And then that's when I was like, how long is this game? Because we are mm-hmm. past the Queen. Well, we messed her up already. So, um... I do love how the story went for them. I do. It made it feel very realistic that they had to go through all these things to actually get comfortable with each other again. Mm-hmm. And it took way after. It took close to the end where it was like, you know, slowly here they're getting used to each other. They're being more um, supportive of one another. And I think that was a very good point that they uh, did in this movie. So... And I'm glad it wasn't about cheating scandals or whatever. Uh huh. I do say I will say this: my one disappointment with the game, I wish it had accepted the fact that they just weren't going to work out. You know? Oh, girl, I know she ain't saying that, but when I said the situation was onward, you was like, "Oh my God, I wish she could have saw him." See, girl, whatever. That's different. That is the same damn thing. No, it is not. It is. I, it's not, girl. You trying it. Anyways, it I do wish that they had accepted that they just weren't going to work out. Because it's I like throughout the that. entire throughout the entire game and I played her. I'm going to be honest. I didn't particularly I care for her. her. Anyways, and we're going to cut this short because, girl, you trying it. No, but I play, I, uh, throughout the game, I feel like there was a lot of times where she would snap at him. And it's like, yeah, I I understand if you have an issue with him, but it feels kind of like in a lot of these moments, he's trying to work through these issues and you don't want to. And I just wish that they had accepted that she just doesn't want to have a relationship with him and that should be okay. You know? Yeah. And you could feel it. Because it's like you could feel he was trying his best and it just she just wasn't interested and she wasn't happy to do that so that's fine i think that that's my only gripe about the game is just i wish that they had ended that strong that they started out really strong and they had a lot of strong stories a lot of strong characters a lot of art style choices that were great a lot of um universes that were really great and it's like i just wish the story had ended as strong as it started you know yeah, that's I my only gripe, really. That's really my only main gripe with the game is just I like know, because he was gay, and I was trying to make sure you stayed gay. Girl, anyways, but I mean, it's I a good, it's off. a great game. I think uh, if you have a friend that you could play it with, I would play it. I would get it. I would definitely suggest it. It's really great. Um, it's one of those. Okay, I saw a trailer for it, and the trailer was trying to advertise it as a way to fix relationships. 
for couples. Uh-huh. And I'm going to be real. Yes, I saw the trailer for it. And the trailer was like, it's going to help you fix a relationship. And it's like, honestly, I don't think it's, I wouldn't put too much on that. Mm-hmm. I would just say it's a great game to play with the people that you know and love and that you want to be around, you know? Yeah. Because this, this is not for people that you don't like to be around. <laughs> After a while, you're like, girl, if you don't push this lever, when I say push this lever, get out of my house. You know, I'm just saying. It's just like, it kind of reminds me of um, uh, Amazing Race when they be going mm-hmm. on. Like, I say that be putting your relationship to the test. And, I and it do. And this game definitely would do that. It's just going off. And this game will do that for you, girl. It will push But I think it's a good thing, too. Mm -hmm. I I really want to be um, more of a great communicator. I know I have issues. You do. A little bit with that. That's very true. Like I was saying. And I think... um, I would disagree with you. I'm not even going to challenge you on that, girl. I agree so hard. You say... Say more about it. Go ahead. What else you got to say about that? Like I was saying, girl. <laughs> no, I think um, it definitely. Um, I, I like I said, I, I liked it on that aspect, and it felt like amazing race where you know, again, these people go out into different countries and they have to do puzzles and tasks and stuff. Uh-huh. And then we get to learn about different cultures. So watch the amazing race; it's amazing, you guys. It's on Netflix. Hulu has most of it, and um, uh, Paramount Plus they have. And I think you guys are going to really enjoy it. I did. Um, and that's why, like I said, I really got into the game because of that aspect. But, you know, like I said, for me, it really tests your your communication skills. And I think, like I said, I want to learn how to be a, a great, more, com- even though I feel like I can. Well, I'm a, well, I know how to listen. I know how to listen, but I know, I think the point is me and my boyfriend, we have a little bit of a communication problem sometimes. Uh, like it, you know, if working together, like I don't know, I just don't like to be talking with him. I don't know, maybe it's the way he's telling me. I don't know, I don't like it. I don't know because my boyfriend is very monotone, and a lot of times when it, I guess when it comes out, I just react a certain way. And I really want to pinpoint, with, I think it's just more so that it's just he's monotone, and I think I call him like, I don't like how you say it, whatever the case may be. So. You know, so I know we usually get into riffs about that, and I'm like, I just don't know why. I don't like how you said it. I don't know. So, but I do need to work on my communication. So I felt like it felt at home for me. So it did feel like some sense of you want to fix your relationship. I can um, see that of, of communicating because that's what it was about them working together and stuff like that. And you know, you want to make sure you're making a, a, being a great team or whatever the case may be. And I feel like communication and listen to each other and stuff like that that really counts. So that helped me. So I, I agree with them at some points. Mm-hmm. I, I did thought a lot about that playing the game. Because I'm like, oh, God, I mean, me and my boyfriend's done this. I'm like, girl, it ain't going to work. Right. <laughs> ain't going to work. And I'm like, no, we got to make sure it works. So, and I think it's just, like I said, it really opens your mind up to things that you need to work on about yourself. So, mm-hmm. I so, anything else you want to add? Because, girl, we are in this video. We is, girl, okay. We were short. All right. Short mm-hmm. I thought, girl. 
So, um, on our next podcast will be our season finale. It's going to be, um, well, we're going to call it our year finale. How about that? Uh-huh. Yeah. Our year finale. And we're going to do, um, we're going to do a cancel artist. And we're going to do a part two. I mean, it's going to be a part tour or whatever the case may be. Because, you know, we want to get into the depth of why this person is canceled and why we're not listening. But we can enjoy that song or whatever mm-hmm. it is the song that I really wish we can I can listen to but it's like until they get their act right or whatever case may be right so we'll talk about that um and you know tell us how y'all feel about it too as well we want to engage with our fans and stuff like that our listeners mm-hmm. not like listeners you become a fan when you send some money wait well. <laughs> no look you become family Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, let's leave it right here. I think anything else you want to add on? Oh, no, I think that was it. I think that was I, it. It was like a really good game. I would suggest playing it. You know, just especially if you just want to hang out with your friends. It's a good friend hangout game. Do it for that mm-hmm. reason. And have fun. You're just going to, you're going to have fun. Let me say that. You're yeah. definitely going to have fun. Yes. It's a lot. It is a lot. And it didn't make it work. So, mm-hmm. I'm in an open world. It's like so many places you can go around. Whatever stage you're in, it's like so many things you can do and go around and um, mess around with. You know, make you explore. So, yeah. All right, you guys, let's get it. We're going to get on out of here. We're going to let you guys go. And like I said, our yearly finale is going to be coming up next episode. So, yeah. Be you guys. Go see Black Panther. Please go see it. See it again. Yes. You know, so, you know, we want to make sure we get that billion dollars again. Mm-hmm. All right, you guys. Yeah, we saw Wakanda forever. Tired helpers. Bye, y'all.